This episode of the Woman Angler and Adventure podcast is brought to you by Stealth Rod Holders. Stealth Rod Holders incorporate a unique, quick-release design, allowing you to set the hook at the twitch of a rod tip, while keeping your rod secure as you fish. There are several different mounting applications available for various boat styles. The universal rail mount system for pontoons is definitely worth checking out for you pontoon anglers. A favorite among kayak anglers, and what I'm most excited about this year are the new drop-ins for center console fishing boats such as my Key West 230 Bay Reef. No need to drill any holes, just simply drop the mount into the pre-existing drop-ins and voila! Two sizes are available to accommodate smaller or larger rods, so whether you crappie fish or troll for giant stripers, they've got you covered. Go to StealthRodHolders.com today. All orders over $75 get free shipping. Everything's flat. There's water rushing over rocks. I didn't even see rocks that we, I didn't even know those were there because they were covered by grasses and shrubs. And I looked back and I said, you know what? We're in trouble. I don't know what's happening. I'm like, and we, there was flood warning out two days prior. There was, but there was no more warnings. So, and we're not by a dam, so I didn't think we, I, I didn't think anything of it. Plus, there was a whole section we had to stop at that was completely dry. Well, it came over that, okay? Welcome to the Woman Angler and Adventurer Podcast. Inspiring real women with a passion for fishing and the outdoors to go get their adventure on. Now, here's your fearless host, Angie Scott. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Woman Angler and Adventurer podcast. I'm Angie Scott, and I'm here with an amazing female bass angler, Jennifer Muse. I may have said that wrong, but uh, she will correct me. Now you got it, you got it. That sounded pretty good. I'm not even sure if I say it right. (laughs) Well, Jennifer, um, I got to meet you for the first time here down in Florida. It's been a lot of fun. We got to have a really fun dinner the other night. And uh, it's just really been a pleasure getting to know you a little bit this week. And I just wanted to have you on the show because you have, you know, you're inspirational. Um, you pet fish for bass from a kayak, which is impressive. Um, I'm not a big kayak angler, so to me, uh, I don't feel like I have enough coordination to do it. So I'm you know, always impressed by our kayak anglers. You know, it's come a long ways. Uh, you know, I'm in a bona fide, and it's an angler kayak, so... We're talking, we can stand up. I'm going to tell you something. If my husband, my husband has terrible balance, Angie, terrible. If my husband can stand on this kayak without a problem, you're game for a bona fide. Because this guy, he's the guy that when you went out on and jet skied, we'd end up leaving him in the middle of the lake because I couldn't get back on. I'm like, get on, get on. He just has really, for as athletic and agile as he is, the guy cannot, he can't, he has no balance. But on a bona fide... I watch my husband stand. That's a good thing about a bona fide. You're not sitting 24-7. After a while, sitting yeah. gets oh, yeah. tiring. So we have bona fides. Um, so maybe we'll talk you into yeah, getting you maybe. into a bona fide. I probably need to give it a try. Right. Um, my second kayak fishing experience in my life was just this week. And we just rented some cheap 
you know, right. sit on top kayaks. They're not made for fishing. <laughs> Super tippy. Kind of tippy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not even sure I ride those. We we started from the bottom. I'm telling you, we started from some the old sun dolphin. Uh-huh. There's a story behind this, and it's it's I it's funny, but it makes me kind of sound like a selfish punk. <laughs> um, but I end up uh, it, I call my, it was it was around Father's Day. I end up talking to my brother, and I'm like, man, Father's Day's coming up. I don't know what to get Dustin. He's like, get him a kayak. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. They'd had a, my sister lived a couple hours away, and they had a new uh, sporting goods store out there. Um, The sporting goods store was called Dunham Sports, I believe, and it had just opened. So they had this great deal, like buy one, get one half off. And I'm like, I know it's not Father's Day for me. I had a, I had a gold. We, I mean, we did not have our things together at this point yet. We had, we had a gold Impala, and I literally had dro- driven two hours to go pick up this kayak from my sister's hometown or my sister's where she was living. I get there. We end up taking. I, I got it. It was like a red hot deal, so I got dust in a kayak. But I was like, I'm getting me one. He can't fish by himself. So I end up. We drove. We drove back, and we had to use. Like, we, 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 we put them on the top of our car. We looked absolutely ghetto. I mean, people, we were on the interstate, and people were like, what is that? But I tell you what, that was where it started. I mean, we go way back. We used to, we actually, we, as a family of four, I've been taking my kids fishing since they were born, literally, taking them out on the water to the pool. Drake, Drake was in the, as soon as his belly button, he was a July baby, so as soon as his, I've always been around the water. As soon as his belly button fell off, I took Drake to the pool. I mean, we went to the pool, to the lake. I'm, I was, I was, I was. My family had a cabin out at the lake my whole life, so I was born around my uncle, my aunt and uncle, um, and pretty much I spent all my younger years out. First, it started off in tents, and then we kind of graduated, and then finally had a cabin at the lake, and my family were out there having a good time. We, Us kids take off. We fished. Nobody even watched us. I'm not even sure how we made it, but we made it. We were just Similar outside. Memories, it was, yeah. yes, I mean, they were out there having a good time, and I, we were only there to go back, get something to eat, and go back out and play. We stayed out late at night. Um, but, yeah, we actually uh, used to, We I saved all my money, and I thought it was, you know, once we had kids, we had no money. But I saved my money, and we bought a, a, a paddle boat. And we started, we, we did fine in that. Um, I actually, let, my kids were fishing from, a, I gave them doll flies at first. That was the first hooked thing I started giving them, but really little. Galen, my daughter was picking up fish by the time she was two, hoisting them up. She, she loved nice. to fish. The kids were never scared of it. But they, we started flinging, I mean, there was rot, there was too much. And then we got too big, so we started sinking it. So we get, now we're back at the Father's Day and. Um, I mean, I was to the point where I didn't. The kids started being naughty, and it was time to s- split us all up. So, we started off with two kayaks. I brought them all the way home, and it just, as soon as we got in those kayaks, and as soon as I was by myself, there was something that changed. Some, the, something inside me was like, now it was, it was. I, I'm not even sure what it is about kayaking, but it's something I'll probably do for the rest of my life. I'm sure you find it even on the water for yourself. I, I like to be outdoors. I like to fish. I like to be out there. And, and you could be quiet. We started really catching more fish and more fish because, oh, my gosh, now we can get in these places where you're not busting the bank. You're not flopping around in a, a four, a five-seater, you know, paddle boat. The kids aren't with us. And now we actually are, you know, out on the water. And it just, it's something changed. Something yeah. changed for me. And I think, I think really... Um, 
it wasn't very long after that we started to run into uh, there was a local guy and, and there wasn't when I fit when I started we started fishing kayaks there was no kayaks anywhere mm-hmm. ever anywhere we didn't ever see anybody but I'm from Nebraska so I mean it's it's kind of a quiet place right um we run into a guy and he was a local he owned a, a maybe not a local of my town but uh an hour away he owned a um he it, it was a fishing guide and he also kayaked and he was like you know have you ever have you ever you guys catch a lot of fish you know like have you ever thought about you know tournament fishing or or doing any of that stuff and we're like well how do you, i didn't even have a smartphone at that time i was one of those people who didn't get a smartphone until i was like 25 um we, you know i'd had my kids i was a stay-at-home mom and our budget just didn't allow for that um, but Dustin, once we started talking to him, he's like, no, there's a whole another world that exists out there. And he's, he's probably, him and Dustin actually have the, his name is Marty, Marty Hughes. He goes by Kayak Jack. He's actually pretty influential. And I would say Marty might've been the guy that kind of really got kayak tournament fishing really started, especially in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um, Marty is also, uh, he's, he's a gem. He's an absolute gem, but he, he really did. He started talking us into um, maybe looking into some tournament fishing, and so I think it might have been Mother's Day or maybe my birthday. Dustin shows up with a, a smartphone, and I'm, I mean, I immediately start learning how to use it, and um, you know, kind of looked at some of the places that Marty, you know, talked about getting into, and start following a few anglers, and you know, I just, I don't know. I, I've always been, um, you know, a go-getter. I, I, I decided that, you know, I thought maybe. Um, essentially, I just started reaching out to people. You know, how, how does the sponsorship thing work? What, how, what, or how do you get into this stuff? Eventually, you, you do enough research and you start to find out that there's these tournaments that exist. There's a lot of um, there's anglers out there that are competing for like real dollar bills, and I'm like, <laughs> well, I love to fish. How do we get in that? Um, and so we started to kind of figure out that there were some tournaments that were happening. Um, and so Marty actually was a tournament director, and he ran Kayakapalooza. And Kayakapalooza was initially a multi-species tournament, which is really kind of how we got really good with fishing because it forced us not to just focus on one species. And we were bass fishermen, but Dustin and I have been fishing since high school. We used to take Wendy's French fries on our lunch hour (laughs) and go down to the local park and catch, like, 20-pound, 10-pound, 15 pound carp and strip out reels and I mean we we have fished together he was more of a oh I don't know he was a farm kid and uh, he fished more like the creeks and stuff so he was more of a cat fisherman but my uncle was an avid bass fisherman and white bass fisherman so we get together and we're like okay you fish I fish you know I think we've probably been fishing we we will celebrate our 20th uh, wedding anniversary this year and I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure I was 14 or 15 when I met Dustin, and we instantly, I mean, we fished together. I think we've been fishing together ever since. But back to this tournament thing, we, we get into the tournaments, and we start fishing Marty's tournament. It's a multi-species uh, tournament, so if he forces you to fish, um, it, it forces you to fish for different species, right? So we had it, we had to get uh, your best three of crappie, bluegill, walleye, if, if, well, you could have bonus species. He kind of altered it. But one, uh, one year, a guy had caught a bunch of minnows, but they were all different species, and he smoked us all. But it was a different species, you yeah. know? And he'd gotten so many bonus points, so Marty stopped doing it that way. 
but it just opened up the door. I started to grow my social media first on Twitter. I'd heard that's where you were supposed to go. I still have an amazing following on Twitter, but Twitter's hard to, it's not even, it's a little different now. I, I feel like Twitter's a little bit harder to do, but. So that's a really cool story about how you got into kayak fishing and into tournament fishing, and you've been doing this a while now. So now, you know, we were just talking earlier, you were recently at the Bassmaster Classic. I was. Um, and there was a tournament there that you took part in and you had kind of a crazy situation happen we did you know um dustin and i had qualified for the bass we we tried to qualify in nebraska and we we really just did a terrible job i mean i felt like that we we had um we thought that we'd done some really good pre-fishing but didn't account for uh the drawdown of the lake so it wasn't close to us and once we 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 had pre-fished um using maps and kind of looking at all the other things um, and once we got there, all the water was well below, uh, you know, summer pool. And what body of water was this? Um, this is up. This is in Nebraska. I think we fished oh, okay. over by um, Elwood, but it was the Bassmaster event that they had hosted here in Nebraska, and we didn't qualify for it. Um, there wasn't a lot of fish caught in that event, um, and it was just tough fishing conditions. But we had heard that Colorado, and I live pretty close to Colorado, was going to put on a um, another Bassmaster event, and. It just so happens to have been at my home lake. Uh, other than I didn't hadn't fished where I'd grown up, we hadn't fished there for years. Um, but it just so happens Dustin and I end up qualifying for the event. We get tickets to go down. Uh, we fished our butts off, but we get tickets to we qualify for the Bassmaster. The first we make history, the first ever Bassmaster um, kayak series, um, and it was held down at Possum Kingdom um, in Texas. We get down there. And we pre-fished the area pretty good, but once uh, there's been some floodwaters, uh, some flooding had come in. And once that, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, uh, Possum Kingdom or anywhere in Texas, but that is this red mud. I'm talking, it looked like the thickest chocolatey milk ever. And I'll tell you, that stuff's hard to fish for me. I, I, it's, that's not something I, I'm used to. Uh, it's not something I, I fish. I'm thinking I'm going to have to present something loud, something. Anyway, fast forward, we end up, um, we we find a place. And, and, and for Dustin and I, we, we have come to the conclusion that if we stick with something in pre-fishing that looks familiar to what we have at home, we do well. So it just so happens we, we get out under, they have some rules, we get out under an underpass, um, and kind of uh, launch in this. It's supposed to be a, an area. Bassmaster has rules. It had to be a public area. So we, we launch out of this um, this little off-the-path creek area, and we had just gotten a torpedo, so that, which changed it tremendously. I mean, we were Explain to listeners to, what that is if they don't know. That torpedo is a motor, um, and it is a, pretty much a trolling motor. It gets about five five miles an hour. Um, but now that we started to compete, you know, I was telling you guys about Marty's tournaments. Well, we start winning Marty's tournaments. We, that's, how we, that's how we end up getting, you know, paddles. That's how we got life vests. That's how we, that's how my kids got, uh, you know, all kinds of, I, we have a slew of paddles for Marty's tournaments. <laughs> and that's, the, how, that's how we afforded our gear. That stuff is expensive. Yeah. And it wasn't just Dustin and I. I. I mean, I'd get later on, go and get my kids, Drake and Dalen fishing. So we had four kayaks. We needed four paddles. Um, but we go back to going back to Bassmaster where we're 
we're in this creek. We we try the, the torpedo out because we had just gotten it. We actually um, didn't get the parts until just before, but we knew. We had pre-fished an area. We had um, looked at the maps, and some of our areas that we wanted to go, the only way you could get there was with a torpedo. You wouldn't be able to. So our game plan had to, to you know, include the torpedo. We had to try it out. We didn't get the parts until we were just there. And suddenly, um, anyway, we go up and... There is a little rock quarry. It's beautiful up there. It's great. We power fish it, okay? And we find fish. And we're like, this is the spot. Nobody can find fish earlier than that. So we're like, this is it. This is where we're going to eat. The water's still semi-clear. It's not completely bound out because it hasn't backed up into this. Because Bassmaster has rules, and you can't get out of your kayak, okay? I have this, I'm not sure what my problem is, but I can't, I, I keep going and going. I have to see what's around the corner, around the next bend. And I, we had actually tethered together, and Dustin hauled me all around, and um, it started to get shallow, so we unhooked with each other, and I see this little, I mean, I like to say, it's like a rock quarry. I actually had to scrape my kayak on the bottom, and like, hmm. shimmy myself to get up there, and I told Dustin, I'm like, I don't know if you can make it, but this up here, it looks awesome. It was clear water. I was like, I knew if I could find clear water, I knew. And, and there was grass, and there was structure in there. And I was like, okay, maybe we can. I mean, if you won this Bassmaster tournament, you were taking home ten grand. Oh, I was hoping. Yeah. I mean, that was us. I mean, yeah. I wanted that to be us. For sure. Um, so we, we get up in there, and I start hearing, like, this loud sound. I wasn't really sure what the sound was. Plus, we're by an air base. So, and you get a little disoriented. I have electronics now on my boat. Like, I've worked really hard to put as much as I can with the you know the budget that we have on these kayaks to try to compete with these anglers because they have really good gear i mean we kind of started a little late on this i mean some of these people have six seven eight thousand dollars worth of gear kayaks and gear you know we're just getting there so you know um i we we fish the area we go up that little rock quarry it's beautiful i hear that noise i keep asking he's like i don't know what this i'm like that's not like a is that it is that a plane and what is that what is that noise you know, looking back, if I, if I had paid more attention, I would have noticed there was, like, bubbles on top of the water. And that should have been my first indication. But it just never occurred to me. It's so beautiful. I was almost awestruck, right? Yeah. There was birds, and it was beautiful. I'm like, no, this looks like home. We, we can fish here. Maybe we can pull this. And I, we had done good in pre-fishing. So I was like, this is what. We're not going to fish anymore. We're just leaving them alone because the next day is a tournament, right? I start coming around the bend of this, uh, I go a little bit farther up there, and I take some pictures of Dustin, and I kind of notice there's a rock, a large boulder off, and when he had gone, when we had gone up there, I was just, I, I had noticed it was such a, I'm like, wow, how did these rocks get in here, you know, I kind of made a mental note. When I came around the corner of that rock now, what was completely exposed is only showing about the top third of the rock, mm-hmm. and I don't think you notice, you know, we're in kayaks, we're floating I, the place, what, what's happening, and what I don't know is the place is slowly filling up. Okay, I don't know what's going on, but I see start seeing garbage, like, uh, like dirty stuff coming down, kind of almost like a foam, a wall of foamy stuff. And I'm like, what? What is that? Well, I knew we were going to leave. We decided to go back around the corner, and I don't know where that water's going. I thought it was going down, maybe just another little narrow creek. I don't know. I, I wasn't really familiar with the area. And it wasn't. It was literally just filling up. And suddenly, 
you know, I told Dustin, I'm like, you know what? I, I think we're in trouble. We come around the corner and we had, we crossed through like brush. I mean, I barely got through barely. There was a narrow opening. so small. I almost, I wasn't sure Dustin could get there. Mm-hmm. Um, all of a sudden I looked down and what, what was, you know, two to four inches of water scrape bottom is now five and a half foot. And now it's like a class five rapid. Okay. I'm talking like it didn't even, I almost, I had to double check my electronics because it did not look like the same area. (laughs) Everything's flat. There's water rushing over rocks. I didn't even see rocks that we, I didn't even know those were there because they were covered by grasses and shrubs. And I looked back and I said, you know what? We're in trouble. I don't know what's happening. I'm like, and there was flood warning out two days prior. There was, but there was no more warnings. So, and we're not by a dam, so I didn't think we, I, I didn't think anything of it. Plus, there was a whole section we had to stop at that was completely dry. Well, it came over that, okay? I, I told Dustin, I'm like, I'm sorry, honey. I'm like, but we got, there's only one way out. You got to go down. And I'm like, you need to paddle into it. I, I, I paddled hard. I paddled hard right in. You had seconds. The, now the water is going so fast you can't turn around. You can't get off on the side because we're, how much is coming in here? Where you, you get off on the side, are you gonna drown in here? I told Dustin, like, I don't. We gotta go. We gotta go now. I literally, I paddled two, three, four, five strokes. I went down. I barely made it. I lost some of my gear off the back of my kayak. I barely make it, and uh, I know. I, I immediately, I see a little tiny square of slack water to my left. I immediately put my paddle down, try to grab the ground, swing me around because I know Dustin's right behind me. Okay. Dustin, my husband, he's six foot one. He's a big guy. He's got a lot of gear. He takes everything but the kitchen sink. I knew. And I told you that balance story for a reason. This guy, he doesn't have great balance. He is agile, but I knew that guy wasn't going to, I knew he wasn't going to make it. I knew he wasn't going to make it. He went down. I saw him flip, flip, it flipped him. That boat dove over the top. It flipped him all the way over all his stuff. He, he, he gets disoriented. He's not really, you, he's not really, it, it seems like it was, for me, it seemed like a long time. Yeah. I'm sure it was seconds. I'm sure it was. I can't, I can't see him. I'm hollering for him. I'm, I can't, he's, he's really, he finally stands up and he's, he's, he's telling me, he's like, I think my legs broke. I think he's got, he's got a lot of stuff going on. He's like, my stuff, my stuff. I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, we have children. I'm like, you will get on this boat. I'm like, we're going home to our kids. I'm like, you get up there. You know, um, it took him, the only thing that, that's, that had kept that kayak there is we use a catchboard to measure our fish, and he has tethered it to his boat. That catchboard is so strong. We all used to complain about how heavy it is and, you know, oh, my gosh. That catchboard held on to his kayak, to all of his gear. Most of the, he had, I, I'd seen all of his stuff float off, mm-hmm. like his shoes. I'd seen his, I seen his paddle float off. i seen, I mean, I'm not sure. I could tell he was panicking, and I, I, I actually end up counting like, like I, you would to a kid because he was almost hysterical. Um, he was disoriented. He almost seemed like he, he blacked out, like it was a shock type of the deal. Mm-hmm. He, he, he stands up. I, I finally, we finally, he starts grabbing his gear. His garment is half on, half off. His torquedo, the new torquedo, the, the parts are all, all stripped out. They're falling His rods are broken, but they're there. His rods are broken, but they're there. Um, we finally, and it's filling up. It's filling up faster and faster. And I'm like, we got to get you on your boat. We got to get you on your boat. We finally get the boat upright, get what we salvage, what we can. He puts half his gear on the, the bow of my boat. But how am I going to get him now? I can't jump in to get him. 
I mean, I, how am I going to get him from there? He's no paddle. His paddle's gone. Right. Um, I'm thinking, how are we going to get down? How, how, I mean, are going to use your hands? Maybe he has no shoes. There's nothing to really battle with. The water kind of takes us. I'm like, I'll hang on to the side. I grab, I, I'm, I'm grabbing trees by this. I have a paddle, but he's got to hang on to me because he doesn't have a paddle. Right. We start going down the edge. We, I mean, I'm telling you, that might have been... I. If we hadn't have gotten out of there, that, I mean, it could have ended so much worse than it did. You know, we, we, I think we were super emotional about it. We decided, we thought, you know, um, we don't really know when they do say something about flash flood, flood warnings. It would later on, I, I had told the story enough that later on I would find out that there actually had been a storm about 50 miles from there. Um, and it actually drains into the place that we are, we were fishing. It was just a, a timing issue. We were just in the wrong place. We really were. And it just happened to catch us. We have no experience in, in white water rafting or any of the sort. Um, and we're fortunate that, you know, his, his life desk did not deploy. Um, and I, I did not know, you know, I, I was telling you earlier that I was kind of a, a spoiled individual because my husband's gotten some of my things ready for me. You know, I did not realize that my cartridge wasn't in my brand new vest that I had bought. Um, so I, I'm glad that I didn't jump off and try to get him or, I, you know, we, it could have been a different story. You know, I don't, you know, I've got two kids at home. So I would say if there's, you know, even if they, they say that there's been, a, you know, some flooding, even if it's two days prior to that, you know, if you're going to fish those back, back areas like, like we tend to fish, um, you, you know, you're going to have to realize that that water's got to come down somehow, you know. Um, and even if you're not by the dam, that doesn't mean anything, you know. Um, we're fortunate that, you know, we did lose, uh, we didn't get to pre-fish a lot, um, because we had to replace a lot of things, but, um, uh, it could have been a different story, you know, uh, one of the guys was there and he's like, you know, Dustin, this could have been a memorial tournament, so we're glad that you're here. Um, but we did, we would go on, um, I, I, the craziest thing is we would go on to, uh, have a good time afterwards, I mean, we went to the plastic afterwards, we got to walk across the you know, the Bass Master stage, um, be down there with all the individuals. I mean, eventually it turned out right, but yeah. my goodness. Um, the, the, for my first Bass Master event, it was pretty, uh, we did place. We placed, I, I don't know, Dustin ended up getting like 80th place. Okay. We had to make a lot of changes. A lot of the areas we were going to fish, we couldn't because our equipment was broken yeah. or down, but we ended up catching some fish and, you know, um, I would say, you know, you, you, we, we started in some little tiny sun dolphins and here we are yeah. you know handful of years later and we're not only fishing the Bassmaster events but we're coming to ICAST and doing some marketing you know I quit my regular job and and now I run a social media marketing a podcast and I mean the sky's the limit yeah. I mean this is this is this is kind of the industry this is how I met you yeah yeah it's awesome well that's a uh, quite the story quite the experience I'm not sure I would have been able to fish the tournament after all that. You know what? It, I mean, it did. It, it did kind of. It did kind of kill your mojo. It really did. Um, I don't think I could. I don't think we ever could focus after that. I think it, it, you know we had to go and replace his phone, and and then we didn't really get a pre-fish, and the areas had to change up a little bit. But I mean, you can't complain. I mean, you know, we're alive. We nobody nobody lost their life there. My kids, his folks, got to come home, and yeah. and you know. But the sky's the limit. I mean, really, uh, I, that was one bad thing in, in all these years that I've, that I've fished. Um, but you also, you know, that's going to, that serves you 
a good lesson to make sure when it does flood and you know i told you you know dustin's life vest didn't deploy you know maybe maybe using um an automatic life vest isn't the way to go for a kayak fisherman especially in an event like that um where you know maybe he just sprung out of the water you know too fast and it really didn't get as wet as what he should have i don't want to take that risk you know i think um i i teased us and i'm like this is a time when you need to get with a really good you know life vest sponsor somebody to put you in some life vests that you know it's going to keep you safe and if you if you do flip out of your kayak you're going to float up and you're going to be okay because it could have been different he could have hit his head he could have floated out i and then i would have tried to jump off and then my um, i didn't i didn't realize i didn't have no i didn't have my uh cartridge in there i mean it could have been a, a lot different story we just got fortunate we you know we were able to collect ourselves enough to go back out get back on the horse and fish the tournament anyway i think we were mentally defeated but it didn't help that it was like 104 while we were down there, <laughs> but um, it, the experience was uh, so amazing. I mean, you can start in a in a paddle boat like my did with my kids, and here we are, and we're you know we're sponsored anglers, and we get to meet all these people that, and, and we're we're at ICAST to see products and boats and people, and I'll tell you what, um, I wouldn't exchange this life for another. Just wouldn't. Well, that's quite an inspirational story. I'm so glad to have met you, and uh, thank you for taking some time out. I know you're, you're working on getting out of here. Um, no, I'm glad get- you stayed for me. I, we've been chasing each other around for the next few <laughs> I, I It's am, busy. I, I, I not only do this, but I run, a, like I said, I run a social media marketing uh, company. Uh, where you do logos. I mean, I do a ton of, a ton of work. Logos. Uh, I run, jeez, uh, accounts, uh, Facebooks. Then we do the, the the podcast, the weekly podcast. So It's a lot. It I know. Lot. You come down here and, you know, you think it's all great, but there is a lot of work that goes into what you and I do. And, and the, the reward is sweet, but it's, it's, it's work. Definitely a lot of work. Yeah. But I'm telling you, if I can do it, and especially where we're women. I mean, I my daughter fishes. I, I would encourage. This is what makes me love you. Because there, you don't realize there's as many women as they are until you start looking for them. Right. And suddenly, there's a lot of women. Yeah. And I think if people really knew how many women actually were out there doing this, it would encourage them to get out there and do this. I mean, literally. Everybody, you know, COVID wasn't too bad for me because I'm an outdoor girl yeah, anyway. Absolutely. I really didn't think it was too bad because I was already outside. I thought, well, I'm not going to run into anybody with COVID out here. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's definitely a place where women can shine and, you know, try to put sort I, I mean, put forth some effort into, you know, competing. One day, I hope to goodness you see me up there holding a big fat check. I'll be <laughs> like, yes, finally. Absolutely. Um, but nonetheless... I mean, again, the sky's the limit. If you can get out there, and I, I, I mean, you, you get on pond too. I see your stuff. I'm, I'm equally excited. You're like, I don't know about a kayak. Uh, you know, I'm come. I, we will eventually at some point we'll come fish. I want to yeah. fish. I want to do the karaoke. That's what I want. <laughs> I'm, I'm a karaoke fan. So I seen that. I'm like, that is right up my alley. We all do karaoke. So yeah, it's fun. Dustin, you know, Dustin's the. We used to joke around and do like an Aretha Franklin. I would pretend it was me, and he would be in his falsetto singing it. It was great. That's hilarious. Yeah. So. Awesome. Well, yeah. we'll do that. We'll make it happen. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, and, that, and that's what this show is all about, is just sharing these stories to inspire other women to get out there and get after it. So thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, we will stay in touch. Where can people follow you online? You know what? I am at Kayak for Life Gen News. I have TikTok. Um, I have Twitter. I'm, I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm on Instagram. Um, if you, you DM me, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you fish, uh, I'm going to follow you back. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it, that's it. That's all the requirements yeah. are. Um, I am pretty organic about it. I really like to meet people. I'm a people person, so I, I always feel like that, that people cross paths for a reason. So the fact that you and I are sitting here for me is no, it's, it, this, is, this is a result of hard work. This is a result of, of fate, of, of just really putting like-minded people together. So, it, I mean, where else can you come and everybody here loves every single thing that you do for the most part. Right. So, Absolutely. Heck yeah. I'm, I'm stoked. I'm grateful that you asked me beyond. I know I'd... Um, ran into you and and I know I, I do some social media stuff and I share some of your things and yeah, I thought, appreciate heck, it. yeah I never would have in a million years be like oh I'm gonna be on the women angler <laughs> I am today but here you are I am today so no I appreciate it and you guys can follow me out there and I'll follow you back and you guys can check out the uh, bass fishing dads podcast um, we do four we try to do sometimes you get a little behind but we try to do four episodes a, a, uh, a month and We've done some pretty cool anglers. I mean, we've got to get you on there. We yeah, got to do some. Sure. We got to get you on there. But we've done. We've done Bill Dance. We've gotten some pretty cool, cool pros. Um, there's not just guys. Um, right. we, we actually had some. We had Christine Fisher on. Yep. Um, so, um, I suppose if we can get uh, get you on there soon, we'll get you on there. Yeah. But my goodness, we've we've got a. I don't know. I I, I do a whole bunch of stuff, but I'm I'm here for the fishing. I really am. There's, there's nothing more. The only reason I work is to afford stuff right. to fish. <laughs> I think it gets, it us, gets yeah. so expensive. But I did. I quit my regular job and I just went for it. Just jump in with both feet. I've, I've never been happier. I, I, this is the, this is the lifestyle for us. So you know, I take my kids. Um, they're here with us now. They had a blast. In fact, they had so much fun that they both went back at 5:30 and didn't wake up until like oh 12 at night. They were exhausted. I mean, it's a lot of work, a lot of yeah. walking. They didn't realize oh, yeah, what it is. So, no, I'm pretty fortunate, and I'm 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 grateful to be here, and glad that I finally got to catch up with you. I, it's weird that we're together, and I'm like, oh. Uh, so That's I'm excited awesome. that we we got to meet up here and yeah. and do some iCast together. I mean, hopefully we can do it again or the next event. And I'm seriously going to get you. I mean, once you get in a kayak and you get in a good one. I know you're always going to be a pontoon girl. I know you. Are. And you're, and you're <laughs> well, I have a center console right. this year, actually, Jeez. so it's a little different. But uh, I'll go. I'll go check out those kayaks before I leave. Yeah. So. Well, Bonafide just released a brand new pedal drive, and that's okay. that's huge for our company. So we were strictly a, a paddle kayak. So. I definitely need a pedal drive. Yes. I mean, that's <laughs> definitely. Uh, I I've gotten to where now I can do, you know, ten miles easy. Yeah. It doesn't hurt me anymore. Those old, those kayaks that you rented that hurt your back and oh, your butt. butt hurts so so bad. it doesn't matter what kayak. Just remember to try it before you buy it, and and maybe maybe make sure you know at least your seat is good. You yeah. know, <laughs> and it's not super tippy. But the Bonafide kayaks uh, have have oh man, they, they're definitely a, we call it stupid stable. They're there's definitely the kind you can stand on. You know, you can fish from. And again, we just added a torpedo charge, so that's it. That's a game changer for yeah, us. Yeah, for sure. So, awesome. Yeah. All right. It's been a pleasure. 
Well, we'll wrap it up. Thank you so much again, and I uh, look forward to following your adventures online, and we'll stay in touch. Fabulous.